0: Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge Club. The first rule of Cartridge Club is, you do not talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is, you do not talk about Cartridge Club. Hello, good evening, and welcome to episode 21 of the Cartridge Club. For any of our new listeners, or anyone who doesn't know, or anybody with really short memories, I'm looking at you, J-Rock, the Cartridge Club (laughs) is a monthly video game club where the members all play the same game and discuss it on the forums. At the end of the month, we record a podcast with a rotating cast of guests, all drawn from the club members. So if you want to join us and get in on the fun, you can do that at www.cartridgebros.ca. This is your podcast, and it's ending one minute at a time. The show is hosted and uh, initially created by myself, Player One, and my brother, Player Two. We are the Cartridge Bros. And tonight for uh, our show, we have three fantastic guests that I'm going to get to right now. So first up, from the, uh, the smash hit and uh, newly, newly Def Jam records signed uh, YouTube channel, <laughs> Retro Nonsense, we have Duke. Welcome back to the show. Uh, well, I'm
1: very, very excited to be back on the Cartridge Club, which uh, happens to be my favorite club. Which ranks just above the Jelly of the Month Club, which is the club that gives back all year round. By the way, <laughs> but uh, yes, I'm very, I'm super excited to be on, especially for
0: this this game. So, thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, for agreeing to come back after uh, the last time you were on. We we really enjoyed talking to you. You're a, a heck of a guest. Um, Thank you. And you're always active in the community, so we love having you on here. Uh, any excuse to talk to Duke is a good time. Could you tell me what is Jay Z like? <laughs> Uh never met him. <laughs> no. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Retro Nonsense's latest video is a rap video starring Duke and uh, his three kids, and <laughs> it is fantastic. Um,
1: Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: I would say it's the best, but I don't want Kanye West to interrupt me and uh, let me know that Beyonce's <laughs> is <better>. Oh, <laughs> <topical>. <laughs> So uh, why don't you tell our listeners, uh, in case they missed the last episode you were on, where your YouTube channel is, what it's about, and uh, why you love uh, gaming.
1: Sure. Uh, My YouTube channel is called Retro Nonsense, and basically it's just uh, me and my three kids, uh, 8-Bit Bob, Anime, and Game Boy. And we do a variety of things. Uh, Mainly, you know, we do some pickup videos, and we try to have some funny commentary in there. And occasionally we'll do a musical number or something like that. (laughs) And uh, we just try to be kind of silly and funny and... um, Uh, We're big fans of 80s pop culture, uh, obviously uh, mainly uh, video games, and um, big Nintendo fan. Grew up in the 80s as a kid, Um, and you can also follow me on Twitter at at duke0619, I think it is. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's about it.
0: Excellent. Thanks again, Duke, for being here for the show tonight. Really looking forward to hear what your thoughts are on the game of the month. My pleasure. So next up, we have uh, another returning guest. I believe the last episode he was on was was it Star Tropics?
2: Star Tropics. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, right. So it's
0: been a while. That was our. Uh, that was the the first episode of this uh, season, I believe, or the last episode of last season. I can't remember. I which. I think it was the last. Yeah, it yeah. was actually
3: one of the best ones too.
0: Ooh, if I remember is, correctly. Thank it, you. Because I wasn't on it. Is that why? I'll, oh. <laughs> <I'll> smirk, <laughs> So, uh, for those of you who don't remember just from the, uh, his voice there that we just heard, we have uh, the Nintendo Doctor. Welcome, Welcome back, Doc.
2: Glad to be here. So,
0: uh, let our listeners know uh, where they can find you, what you're about, and uh, why don't you tell us about those delicious little toys that you make.
2: All right. Well, you can find me on YouTube, uh, backslash the Nintendo Doctor, and it kind of chronicles my journey searching for a complete NES collection. Along the way, I go to a lot of conventions and... I'm really involved in the community. So it's a lot of behind-the-scenes of insight into that. Uh, those toys that you just mentioned, uh, recently I got into making repros. Woo! <laughs> and it, it's given new life to collecting. I really enjoy going and getting Japanese-only or European-only games, getting them translated over so you can play them on real hardware. And it just, it's just something else... Uh, do and play.
0: So before the show, we were talking about it, and you said that you can make uh, all, or just about all of the available games. Correct?
2: I can make about ninety percent of the available games.
0: That's crazy. And you, uh, do you sell these? Are these open for people to buy, or
2: yeah? Create? I usually uh, sell them locally at shows, but I've sold on uh, forums. If anyone wants to get a hold of me, emails the Nintendo Doctor at Gmail. Um, also, I'm really happy to do trades. And one of my favorite games to make it takes quite a bit of time, but doing Star Fox Two.
0: That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have to say I never got that. Over here. Oh, was that p two? Sorry,
3: I said it's too bad we never got that one over here. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a no really one sh- got it.
3: I know. Anyone In-
0: anywhere?
2: Anywhere <laughs> because of this game. Well, now
0: we do. <laughs> yeah. But um, I have to say, every time I see one of your photos on Twitter. I'm super jealous because it's always like jam full of people that we know and we never have the chance to actually hang out with. Uh, I've seen uh, (laughs) Stumptown Retro there in your video, in your photos. Pretty sure I've seen the the Q Dog as well. Oh yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. it's just it's like you're right in the hub of where all of or where a large portion of uh, of our our club members and our friends are, and it's like um, I wish I could be there, but you know, other side of the country and all.
2: (laughs) I'm very fortunate. Uh, I Portland Retro Gaming Expo, which I'm a big part of. I'm one of the bigger vendors there. It's about five minutes from my house and i'm lucky i get to go up to seattle and the vancouver retro gaming expo too and one of my favorites i have to give a shout out to calitz gamers for kids which is a charity fundraiser for children in the justice advocacy center
0: well that uh, that sells it i'm moving to uh, the west coast <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here i also cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this month's game um I'm looking forward to to finding out uh, what you thought of it. So, uh, that's two of our three guests. Uh, we have three guests every month. And uh, this month, uh, our third guest is a returning guest. You may remember him from two episodes ago. And uh, prior to that, he was on... I can't remember, but he's been on a couple of times. Uh, we're billing him as the new buried on Mars for, uh, for, for a number of times he appears on the show. I think you're still somewhere in the range of 15 behind, Kevin. But, uh... I want to welcome back Super Robot Power Hour. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming back.
4: Oh, thanks for having me. I, I think I can I can catch up to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you better buy a GameCube because it's like
0: all we play now. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: so uh, tell our listeners uh, where they can find you. Uh, you did promise that there would be a video on your channel, and there was.
4: <laughs> Which is really surprising. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> YouTube Super Robot Power are one hour of Super Robot Power. Uh <laughs>
0: sixty whole minutes.
4: <laughs> absolutely. Uh that's not a whole lot yet. Um started a series. I'm trying to uh working on learning to make video games. So Ooh. starting series kind of chronicling that. And uh do uh I do welcome Community input. I have had two wonderful suggestions from the enigmatic Raiho Magnifico and uh, the Cartridge Canuck. I do need to put up a reply video for them, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's fun stuff, but a a lot to uh, take in (laughs) as I've been brushing up on like music theory this weekend and yeah, a lot of things. It's pretty interesting.
0: so when you say video game creating, do you mean like actually making your own game? Yes. Oh, wow. Can I be in it? You can. Yes. <laughs> can I be a villain?
4: It Would it be any other way?
0: This is perfect. <laughs> You're on every show from now until that game comes out. <laughs> come with me.
5: <laughs>
0: that sounds really exciting. So what type of game is it? Do you already have like an idea in mind? Like the, the show's over. <laughs> game good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, oh man, I have like a notebook full of full of ideas. All right, we're
0: gonna to touch base later. Then you know what we should get Absolutely. you. I'm gonna to talk to Kevin and uh, Rambox and see if we can get you on a retro Fandango.
4: Ooh, talk I about... am quite the Fandangler.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, I want to hear more about this. Um, before I get completely sidetracked into the uh, the twisted world of Super Robot Power Hour's video game, uh, we're gonna turn things over to my uh, my uh, my. I can't think of a word. Peppy,
2: you're you're peppy. To your slippy, yeah,
0: that's right.
3: Of the two of us, you think I'm 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 peppy. I like that. I uh, I, I always picture myself being more of a slippy. I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're peppy. Yeah. Always telling me what to do at the worst time. Bringing up our dead father. That's you. <laughs> so, how uh, did you uh, let everybody know what game we played this month?
3: All right. So this month, uh, in case the uh, innuendos didn't give it away, we've been playing Star Fox 64. Psh, psh, it's exciting. Um, so this game, actually, I think this was the first game.
0: I have a question to, before you go on there. When you do the psh, psh sound, I remember in our videos when you do that, you like do little firework motions with your yeah, hands. Yeah, I did it. Do I you did. do that like on the show when nobody can see you, you still still doing the fireworks? Yeah, motion? I still do it. I still. Right, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Um I am just trying to think back, is this the first game that included a Rumble pack with it?
4: Yes. yes. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. Oh, you you so you haven't seen the VHS. VHS? Uh that was I had a a friend in middle school, that had a Nintendo Power subscription and they had like a VHS hyping up the Rumble Pack. No way. <laughs> it's like a Nintendo employee gets kidnapped by a Sony and um, Sega employee. Oh, I did see, like the this. really bad shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See this. yeah. Like, Tell us your secrets. He's like, no. <laughs> and he has like um, a Mario doll hooked up to like a car battery, Like, <laughs> or he gets it. Like, oh, my. Like in a car vice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's why
3: can't we have stuff like that nowadays that is a <laughs> gosh
2: but anyway yeah the star Fox
3: 64. i remember being pretty hyped about it because of that i think especially because of that rumble pack i wanted to feel my game and now i could and the so, yes, box that, is huge oh so big it was awesome i it's still like, have it. i have that box
0: yeah, because before the Rumble pack, you one of us uh, whoever wasn't playing would have to sit behind the other by the shoulders and shake them with things <laughs> happen. <match> <back. laughs>
3: That's what being a brother was all about. That's
0: right. You're my Rumble pack, P2. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I was so excited. Anyway, this came out when? 97? Wow. And you're actually uh when you first put the game on, it lets you know. This was nineteen ninety seven Nintendo that brought this to you. It's the first words that come up. It's pretty pretty amazing. But yeah, I still remember being that young and being just so excited for when it first came out. Um, in case anybody here, I'm just curious, did anybody here play it back when it originally came out? How about, uh, how about you, Doc? Did you play this originally when it first came out?
2: Yes. I Actually, uh, I got it new. And at first, I didn't play with the It's The thing was just so heavy. Yeah. But I have many memories of playing it uh, originally. And in fact, there's about three summers where I worked at a Boy Scout summer camp. And we took our 64 there. Nice. And that's pretty much all we did was play Goldeneye and multiplayer Star Fox 64.
3: Oh, if I could have got a badge for Goldeneye <laughs> and Star Fox, I would have definitely yeah. been in
2: the scouts. <laughs> we might have it. let some kids get lost not watching them. <laughs> <laughs> but you saved, yeah, you saved Lilat. That's all that matters.
3: <laughs> uh, how, about, uh, how about you, Duke? Did you uh, play this when it originally came out?
1: Uh, absolutely, yes. Um, being a, a big fan of the Super Nintendo, obviously one of the games I had was Star Fox, and uh, I much anticipated this one. Now I was um, this came out. Uh, you said ninety seven. I was like twenty two years old, so I was uh, you know um, already working full time and and right. an adult, but <laughs> um, I wasn't uh, married just yet. I think uh, yeah, I was. It was probably just before I got married that, that this game had come out. And um, so I was still hanging out with my friends a lot from from high school. So yeah, this is one of those games along with Goldeneye where I have so many memories um, playing with a big room full of guys. Um, So yes, it was uh, a great game. I have lots of great memories playing it. And uh, yeah, i a big fan of the game.
3: Nice, right in that sweet spot, right between too much responsibility and yeah. just enough. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, that's a, the golden time of gaming, right exactly. there.
0: Exactly, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I like, I like how clearly you remembered playing Star Fox. Now, unsure you were of what year you got married. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I love Star Fox. I totally remember that. That was well. I
1: base all major events of my life on you know what games were out at the time. So. <laughs>
3: That's exactly what I do. We get married
0: for Ocarina of Time.
3: <laughs> uh, how about you, Matt? Did you play this when it first came out?
4: Oh, absolutely. And I had that big box, and my mom threw it away.
5: Oh! It's also, uh,
4: you know, how to make your son have a grudge for you, uh, <laughs> like, t- <laughs> a decade later. But, yeah. I haven't spoken since. I was I was a huge mark for the N64, and I pretty much still am. Uh so, yeah, all the, the major releases, I was just eating them up at the time. Yeah, couldn't blame me, especially this one. Uh, P1, do you remember playing this back when we first got
0: it? I don't. Um, like Duke, I was older. I was 97. I would have been 18? Nope, 16. Um, and I think then I was more into PS1 and, like, sports games and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't... I know we had it, and I, I vaguely remember it, um, but I don't have any, like crystal clear memories of it uh, of playing it
3: yeah i remember playing the crap out of it and having to fight for the tv because i think you were playing gran turismo turismo or something at that time i can't even remember what you were playing Do you
0: remember that night that i stayed up playing that for all night long with uh with, with trevor? greg i no, thought it was greg no it was trevor he came over we stayed up all night long playing gran turismo and he left at like four in the morning and <laughs> somewhere between four and six a.m I was convinced the game started talking. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you, uh, you, you complete a race and you you, you unlock a new car. And I, I swore up and down that the game said you have a new car. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did
0: not. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> anyway. I still have a quick question. Um, what is a PS1?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's the other poorly polygoned system.
4: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, the PS1 is amazing. Anyway. We'll move, on. We'll move on. Some might say it's their number one console.
0: Yeah. Wrong, people. <laughs> what?
4: You don't think it's their number one console?
0: Well, I don't think it should be yours. Oh, I see for <laughs>
3: <laughs> It wasn't Sony's number one console. Oh. Wait, do you think it's Sony's number one console?
0: Uh, I don't know. The Vita's really hot right now.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How do I drop it from this call? <laughs> oh, boy. Anyhow. With that said, we should probably start talking about the game itself.
2: Um, I, I'm, I'm curious what everyone played, what hardware they played it on for the club this month. Yeah, I, I played it on the original
3: myself. Uh, P1, what did you play it on? I know you didn't.
0: I played it on uh, the 3DS, um, and I played like the the Venom stage on the uh, original hardware because you couldn't beat it.
3: Oh, right, right, right. I remember that, yeah. How, how about you, Doc? What did you play it on? I played it on 3DS. Nice, nice, and uh, Matt, uh, the original. Ooh, nice and Duke.
1: Uh, 3DS this time around.
3: Oh, that's your retro nonsense. <laughs> 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 also broke nonsense. <laughs>
0: Fair, enough. Fair enough. But you, didn't you tweet a photo for. of the game in your N64. Me, no. Oh, you. Had, it was just the N64 you got.
1: Yeah, I did get the N64 recently. Um, ah. but I did not get a chance to acquire the uh, Star Fox game for it. So uh-huh. I happen to have gift cards for the eShop, so I went ahead and got it on my 3DS. You, uh, so. you played the better version anyway, but we'll get
3: into that. Oh, yeah. we will get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some fighting words. <laughs> so, uh, so P1, why don't you take us uh, take us away with a bit of the recap of the story? Okay,
0: of- so uh, in Star Fox 1... There's a crazy monkey wizard or crazy monkey scientist named uh, Andros, and uh, he starts doing some shit. And uh, General Pepper and his militia, um, they can't handle it, so they hire a mercenary team, the Star Fox team, led by James McCloud, who goes in. It's him, his uh, pal Pigma, and uh, Peppy, uh, the rabbit. So they go in, not to be mistaken for General Pepper, no relation. Um, They go in to look into it. Turns out Pigma uh, betrays them. And shit happens to James. Peppy gets out, tells his son, uh, who na- he named him Fox, which is kind of a dick move, I think, as a parent. Um, <laughs> like, so we're foxes. So what are we gonna name him? Let's name him Fox. <laughs> uh, James, I don't think that's a good idea. No, we're naming him Fox. James, <laughs> why don't we name him after your father? His name is Fox. Uh, um, so they go get him. He goes. He fights Andros. Saves the day. Uh, <laughs> Flash forward, I don't know how many years, and some weird stuff is happening in the, in the Lilat system again. So uh, General Pepper suspects that it's Andros, and uh, with his his like vastly underfunded militia, is again unable to handle this. Um, maybe if they took some of the money that they're wasting on hiring mercenary companies and put it into their own uh, <laughs> infrastructure, they might be able to deal with this themselves. But they uh, they hire the Fox team again. This time led by uh, Fox McCloud. And, um, uh, they, uh, they go in to investigate.
3: Right. And at the end, pa- uh, James McLeod and, and, and Peppy get kidnapped or, or betrayed by Pigma. And then Peppy gets out, but his father is still left there on Venom. And that's the last they hear from, from him.
0: Oh, that's the first one, right? Did I yeah. not say that?
3: Yeah. No, but that's okay. Because, uh, really all that matters is that his father is missing somewhere. And, uh, and yeah, and that's really the only background story that's kind of interesting. But yeah, you just summed up the entire first game pretty well. It's pretty good.
0: So uh, yeah, Star Fox 64 is uh, the evil monkey is back doing evil things, and Fox has to find out what's going on.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I guess we should take a minute to talk about the characters, because they all all kind of have their own personalities, and, and they're all kind of interesting in their own way um let's uh you know what instead of just going through like a list of the characters let's just let somebody pick one that they want to talk about how about you matt pick 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 any character you want maybe your favorite and let's talk about
4: uh well i don't know if he's my favorite but pigma is the worst like things i can't see nintendo in 2015 having a guy make pot shots that he killed your father (laughs)
5: <laughs> it's true. like, like it's you're it's just true.
4: like you're on the uh that big rectangle full of christmas lights shooting the ships whatever stage that is yeah it's like the second to last of the easy track he's like your father screamed real good <laughs> oh, it's that, like hey, what jerk it's so dark right
3: there <laughs> nintendo i like yeah, that was a jerk you like that about that did you be one
0: uh well they that's you know that's like edgy Nintendo. That's
3: mm, pushing the bar there. Yeah. Right. Testament Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: uh, that's good stuff.
3: Yeah, P one, give traitor. us another. Yeah, give us another character, P one.
0: Uh, I well, there's one I really want to talk about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna save him because he's probably gonna be the last one, um, because he is the best. <laughs> oh, but uh, I mean, let's talk about uh, I don't know. Let's talk about General Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> You know? General Pepper. Like, Everybody
3: loves General Pepper, man. He's,
0: uh... I like his, uh... he got, I mean, he got promoted from Sergeant, and uh, now he's in charge of Melissa. <laughs> Sergeant. <laughs> the
4: Lonely Hearts Club Band. They're That's not right. good pilots.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and, uh... Seriously, why, why is this guy, like, every time something goes wrong, he just he calls in the, the mercenary teams, like... And he o- always hires Fox's team, like... You know what? Maybe hire Star Wolf's team next time, because you know that Andros is going to hire them.
3: Yeah, that's true. Get ahead of them. Uh, you know? It's not a bad point.
0: Higher than both. I mean you're obviously got your rolling in cash somewhere, so.
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> General Pepper's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Duke, any thoughts on General Pepper?
1: <clears throat> nah. <laughs> I mean am gonna use up. this opportunity to talk about the characters a little bit as a whole. Okay. Um now did anybody else have this hang up as a Because I now I wasn't a kid as I mentioned when this game came out, but I was a teenager when the first one came out. But I think I would have had the same problem even if I was ten. What? Who made the decision to make the characters, you know, animals? I, I don't understand that. Um, yeah, I understand like, the the concept of a mascot kind of thing, but when you make a game that's geared towards, I guess, ten plus, would you say? Right. I mean, this game is not for five-year-olds. No. And no, no. but the but the characters are. I mean, these are like oh. Muppets. And I'm like, wouldn't you relate as a child or a young boy to, um, you know, a human type character, even an alien that's humanesque? But
3: yeah,
1: as a kid, I didn't want to pretend I was a a space rabbit, you know, or a intergalactic star fox. I, I just couldn't relate to the animal characters. And I also also wondered why are they earth animals in space. Why can they talk now? Why doesn't Slippy <laughs> need to be in water? He's going to shrivel up, you know? These are the things that I'm that I'm tormented with in my in my crazy head, but it's always been a <laughs> hang-up for me. To having, like, why are the animals? You know, give me a, a cool-looking, like Han Solo kind of character that I can relate to.
5: Yeah. Or
1: Simon Belmont or whatever, but a fox. Now, I dealt with the game because it was so good to me, and the, the play controls were so great, and it's such a fun game, but it might have been one of those games I passed up because know they were animals anybody else have that kind of a a problem uh, it's
2: just me oh miyamoto decision oh yeah (laughs) there
0: there was a big push though around the time that Star Fox came out for anthropomorphic characters like sparkster would have been out then um sonic was a hedgehog (laughs)
5: like
0: they were all roughly around the same time right so maybe it was just sort of a you know like just how all games now they've uh Remove the color palette. Maybe back then it was just animals. Yeah, so I the, guess. I mean,
2: the, the the idea with them is they're supposed to look like uh, the old style puppetry from Japan.
0: Oh,
2: okay. like yeah, Team like, America: uh, World Police. Almost. Yeah, 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 like that. Plus, oh, you know, if you're shooting and killing other things, it might be easier if it's animals on animals versus you're shooting people.
5: Fair. Um, yeah. I
2: that's a big Nintendo thing. It is thing. easier to kill a Nintendo. frog than it is to kill. A... <laughs> <laughs> for yourself, month. but. But yeah, uh when the interview from Miyamoto, they were looking for that like Japanese theater style and that's why the heads move the way that they do. Oh ah, uh, interesting. Like the original promo for the Super Nintendo where they're all
4: puppets. Yeah. Is that poster. Yes. Yeah, that's... yes. <clears throat> I think what I like with the characters as a whole is uh it seems to be Americans, specifically Southeastern Americans versus Northeastern Americans. (laughs) Have you noticed that? Oh. (laughs) All the villains all have the various major American, like Northeastern American city uh, accents. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) It's true. Falco. Yeah. Yeah, like... and, <laughs> and then...
2: I'll scream like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the team is... yeah, that's exactly. I never, never noticed that. That's funny.
0: <laughs> I want to cut to a scene of uh, Duke just waking up screaming in his bed
2: No! Slippy, get in the water!
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try Yeah,
3: Slippy, everybody's favorite. I guess we could talk about Slippy for a minute, too. Don't you hate Slippy, P2? Uh, I, I, you know what? It's one of those things as a child, you, you're just, he's so annoying. All he does is he whines. He's, he's pretty useless, but, he? uh,
1: he, yeah. You don't That's think a it's a guy? He? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <It> was,
3: <laughs> you would
1: never know it unless you know it. it. Yeah. You wouldn't does not I, sound like a man at all.
3: <laughs> no, I know. If it wasn't for the ball cap, I would have, uh, <laughs> not, not that girls don't wear ball caps.
4: Uh, <laughs> man, I, uh, I had them. all, as a child had history. a huge fight about whether Slippy was a girl or a boy. Really? Oh yeah. I'm like, come on, man, it's a girl. Can you hear <laughs> it? <Really>? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wouldn't it be Slippy Toadette then instead of Slippy Toad? Well then it'd have to be pink. Oh, that's right. And a bow. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. The ship would have a bow on it too. The ship <laughs> the would be pink like cat. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: like just like cat, exactly. Now did if... anyone else let Slippy die?
4: As a child, yes. Um, I can't let any of them die now, but as a child, I did. I think let indicates that you didn't shoot him down yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I let him die. I didn't intentionally kill him, uh, and it was accidental because I wanted to save him. But I was uh, happily cruising along the blue path, so...
3: Now, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, keeping Slippy alive allows you to see the boss's life bar at the end of the level, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, as a child, I, didn't, I, of course, didn't realize any of this was happening. I was just playing the game. But is there something uh, specific for all three of them that you yes. get?
2: Yeah. So, um, so, you can meet a certain requirement to get medals. So, if it's uh, destroy so many bosses... Or, excuse me, destroy so many enemies. Mm-hmm. But you have to have all three of them survive right? to get the medal. So there's okay. mission accomplished and mission completed. And if you get the medal on the last level, it unlocks the multiplayer
4: feature for uh, the tank, I think. And being hmm. on foot, if you're on expert. <clears throat> yeah. Ah. You...
1: And I believe, I... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you keep i think it's falco alive he will pin, uh point out the weaknesses of the enemies
3: the oh main cool cool
1: so yeah they each have their their kind of benefit to keeping them alive mm-hmm. i don't know what the uh the other ones are but yeah
2: happy no. yeah if i don't you know were to, uh, yes oh let's say if you were to medal on all of them it unlocks an expert mode also right so it makes it uh...
3: harder I put in my old star, felt like the original cart that I have, and I have expert mode unlocked. And it's been so long, I didn't even remember what expert mode was. So I don't know how I did it as a child. But I can't wait to. It was probably me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four o'clock. Uh, expert it mode. It was is hard. We were still talking to you. It was slippy.
1: That's right. <laughs> I do remember when I played with my high school buddies, as I mentioned, that we did have the tank and we were, we were able to be on foot with the bazooka. So I must oh, have yes. gotten that as well.
2: Cool. And then That's you great. get uh, shades for Fox when you do the levels. Like his dad. Yeah. Ah. Like his dad. And you also, if you metal everything, everything, I believe you change the start screen. Oh. Wow. That's pretty cool. cool. I love how Nintendo
3: always has so many unlockables.
0: We uh, we did ask on Facebook as well who favorite characters. Sorry, I just want to make sure I mentioned this because it was... Uh, a great comment on the uh, Cartridge Bros Facebook page which you can find (laughs) on Facebook by typing in Cartridge Bros in the search. Wow. And it was... (laughs) So we asked... uh... I'm plugging it. I don't care. (laughs) We asked who was your favorite member of the Mercenary Squad and uh, we had a response. A couple responses, but The one I wanted to read as soon as I could find it here so I'm stalling for time was by uh, J-Rock. So, uh, J-Rock, who's a club member, everybody knows him, J-Rock the Game Rocker. He does uh, exceptionally long vlog videos every Monday. And <laughs> uh, so we, we asked what his favorite was. And um, he actually had two comments. So I'm going to read the first one, and then we could talk about that character. So he said, uh, I believe Peppy and Fox's dad had a secret love affair. So, uh, I mean, it's possible that Nintendo was being even edgier than we thought, you know. Opening up to uh, to same sex marriage with Star Fox sixty four because uh, and I quote Peppy states uh, many times throughout the game your father helped me like that too so what do you think uh, possibility that Peppy and Fox and James McCloud were uh, had a thing on the side
4: oh my god I'll say possible love triangle and that's why Pigma betrayed them uh-huh. oh oh <laughs> that's getting deep <laughs> mm.
0: no and. Uh, so then, uh, j Rock's actual comment for his favorite, he said uh, Falco is his favorite because he's a total asshole and doesn't care what people think. Mm. Um, and that is true. Falco is also my favorite. He uh, he doesn't he's the coolest. He's he doesn't care. He he he's on the team. He's he's Fox's like number one wingman. He's the go to guy. He lasts the longest. He is the least likely to get shot down. He's the most effective. He's ultimately the best member of the team. It should be called. Star pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well. pheasant. What do you mean? Yeah, well, because his coloring, his coloration is uh, that of a pheasant. His blue and red uh, feathers. But
3: his beak, his beak is clearly that of a falcon. So
0: uh, it's more of a cara-cara, but uh,
3: uh,
0: I would. But uh... why
1: doesn't he? Why doesn't he have wings and fly around? These are the things that bother me.
0: His hands are wings. <laughs> his hands are the wings. <laughs> then he could. I guess. A gun. And he does fly around. He flies the whole game.
2: Why, uh, <laughs> why is his
3: last name Lombardi instead of a
2: type of animal? Like, I know. Well, I he used to be a gangster, so oh, uh, right. he's, he's hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. That's Street <laughs> name there. Is that your
0: phone, P2? Nope. That was oh. me, sorry. That's okay. I, uh, I was going to give him shit. I'm not going to I give noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Diva <Demon laughs> Duke can do what he wants. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Falco, he's my favorite character. He's uh, hes cool in Smash Bros. He's cool in this game. He is the cool member of Star Fox.
4: Kind man, of I jerk. don't like Falco. Yeah, ah. kind
3: of What? A... He says a lot of mean things.
0: Well, it's because you got to get your shit together, man. Uh, no, he you says we... even if you do well. Get it together, Fox. Well, because you could have done better.
3: No, I don't
0: think. You never got to unlock expert mode with that attitude. I did. <laughs> Why don't you, like, uh, you like Falco, Matt?
4: I think he's like Raphael from Ninja Turtles, except for all the good things. Yeah, It's like like Raphael, he can be a jerk because he's better than Leonardo. He's just not a leader. Whereas Falco is not better than me when I'm playing. So like, he's just right. some jerk. And then um, I think it's kind of funny, something I never really noticed as a kid, like the hard path happens specifically because he's super insecure like explain well the way you unlock the hard path like on corneria you go through the little arches and then he's like fancy flying fox Mm." right and then you save him so then he's like oh no i gotta get it together and then he's like hey guess what there's a secret boss over here like i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah,
3: I don't know. I, I've always had a love-hate relationship with Falco. Uh,
0: I uh, I spent most, because I don't remember the game from when it originally came out, so I spent most of this game expecting him to flip on me at somewhere at some point. You know what I mean? It was the... Uh,
3: to be a traitor. To be a pigma.
0: To be a pigma, yeah. yeah. But he never did, because you know why? Because Falco's loyal. Yeah,
4: yeah, he kind of that's why really... he doesn't show up in the next game. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, maybe he's
0: busy taking care of his own demons from his past.
3: Uh, Falco does have a lot of spinoffs, though. Somebody told me, I don't know if this is true does or not. Really, yeah, like uh, he has his own mangas and stuff like that. Like, huh. yeah, he's he's off doing his own thing.
0: He's in Rogue Squadron, isn't he? He uh, he's Red, Red Seven, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs>
4: Yeah. get it together
3: luke <laughs>
4: the einstein use the four <laughs> uh, well,
2: funny you should bring that up did anyone else feel that like Star Fox kind of ripped off star wars especially in like the opening
0: yeah it, uh, like it's scrolling very, text very similar yeah huh mm. yeah yeah, I would, I would, I would see that. I suppose sure. it's. But how do you make incredible. a game based on space dogfighting without ripping off Star Wars? Yeah,
5: Yeah. True. yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. What about uh, you, Doc? Is there any which one of the characters or any of the characters you want to talk about or you want to focus on?
2: Oh, my choice was uh, Slippy because I always let him die. <laughs> 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 but yeah, <they're> coming. <laughs> but what about Rob sixty four? Oh
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh Rob showing up
0: I wish they had released a Rob 64 me too that would have been cool
3: yeah you think they'll ever do that again for maybe with their next console
0: no, no you don't we think are, I think Nintendo uh, they're not really into oh. gimmicks <laughs>
2: did you hear oh, that's oh, how cool. they're doing the Nintendo World Championship 2015 I did hear stack that. up no they're doing stack up and, no, uh, really no, I'm totally kidding come <laughs> on <laughs> Have Jaramite <laughs> stack up. Oh, Lord. you're the one person in the world to get all those games to work. <laughs> you, you just win. <laughs> you just win. All right, so let's talk a bit about the gameplay mechanics themselves.
3: This is mm, for the most part a third person on rail shooter. I mean, you can go into first person mode, which I thought was kind of neat. Actually, has anybody here ever used the first person mode?
4: No, accidentally Put
3: down there. Yeah, accidentally, all the time, yeah, that's, that's happened.
1: huh. Did the uh 3ds version have that because
0: I don't, I didn't see The it on. 3ds version had uh behind the R wing and really far behind the R wing for its options.
3: Uh. Oh, it didn't have first person, oh, no.
2: nothing better. that, that would have been, been cool with the tilt mechanics, the gyro. Um,
0: yeah, maybe <clears throat> I hate gyro tilt mechanics and everything, but. <laughs> this
3: this could have been the one man yeah
0: it could have been <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I don't know how that would off. have
1: worked uh, with the, especially if you were trying to use the 3D that would have been impossible wow. uh, I, 3DS. I ended yeah. up using the, the classic controls myself on the 3DS
0: I used the new controls on the 3DS and I left because I have the new 3DS so I left the 3D on the whole time and I have to say I mean, we're going to get to it when we talk about graphics but it looked amazing
3: <clears throat> right on Well, now that you mentioned it, let's talk a bit about the controls because
0: uh, they've aged
3: fairly well, but uh, you do have to sort of change your direction in order to aim. Um, They do have a pretty interesting lock on mechanic. What did uh, Matt, what did you think about the uh, the controls overall?
4: Uh, I didn't really miss a beat. Like, I think it was uh, everything was pretty great. Like, I do like the lock on. That is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty great. I do one thing, and I'm surprised nobody's ripped this off, was the doing a barrel roll to deflect lasers. Yeah. It's that's like true. you're that's really fun. <laughs> like that and being able to do the tilts to get through things. Oh, I love that. I, yeah, I, I could do a game just flying around dodging things like that. I think yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah.
3: Oh, I do love the controls. I uh, I love ninety-nine percent of it. I hate having these switch my thumb up to those c buttons though sometimes uh and especially like like we said earlier accidentally hitting the first person view when i'm going to speed boost or yeah those kind of things kind of bugged me but i mean it's you know
0: i kind of wish it had been on the gamecube
3: <laughs> well there i there's love that Salt... controller
0: man like <laughs> greatest <Yeah>. controller <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay is it, a see i haven't played assault which is crazy but um is is the GameCube controller good for Star Fox?
0: I don't know. Is I played Assault good? once.
3: Oh wow! So we need is to do Assault. assault a
0: good one, or is Adventures the good one?
4: Assault, um, good one. I mean, they're both good, but well, Assault is actually Star Fox. No, My review for awesome. Assault is: I played it once, so <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it, when you're in the R wing, it's good. But then there's like third-person shooter segments yeah, where you're fox heard on heard, foot, and that's that. not so good. Uh, icky. Yeah, but I still, I'm definitely gonna play it. Um, I am
3: curious to see what the arrowing, like, levels are like with those C buttons instead. I wonder if it's any better. I wonder huh.
0: if we'll, be, we'll have the option to play with the uh, GameCube controller through the adapter on the Wii U.
3: Ooh, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's a good question.
0: Me and Miro, uh, if you're listening, why don't you uh, just shoot us a tweet there. and let us know? <laughs> well, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> he might be. It's possible.
3: Duke, how did you find the uh, 3DS controls?
0: I thought they
1: were fine. The only, um, I guess, complaint I would have is, um, and it could just be me, uh, my hands cramping up a little bit. And uh, But I thought the controls uh, really held up and are quite, quite tight and good. Uh, very satisfying. I always like doing either a, a 180 or a um, a loop de loop and charging up your gun and then locking onto somebody. I mean, it's just so satisfying doing that. Yeah. Or uh, catching somebody, you know, over on one side and keep on doing barrel rolls or holding the the L or R button and kind of catching up to them and then locking onto them. It's just, especially in the all range mode, um, had such a good time with that and uh, swooping down under arcs and over things and just kind of skimming the surface and it really gave you a good sense of of flying. It did. And, uh, did it very well and. and The L and R buttons were a great um, addition to, you know, quickly jerk right or left. And it's just, I think, great controls, very tight. Had a great time with it.
3: I agree completely, especially the being able to tilt to one side or the other. Oh, I love it. Love it. How about you, Doc?
2: Uh, Any uh, thoughts on the controls? Well, the first thing I did was turn off the JIO controls. But uh, (laughs) I really wish you could program or have different presets. Like there's only the two. Mm Mm-hmm um so that was kind of limiting also using the bumpers or having another control for the targeting cuz i felt like i wasn't quite getting the best feel for shooting and trying the target or it wouldn't i guess yeah, uh yeah. lock onto what i wanted it to ta- lock onto oh yeah that's true I, I had a lot of times where
3: my my lock on went to the wrong especially when um the first level of falco gets chased um i mean yeah. i always get them but it always targets the ones to the right first which isn't the
2: right ones oh it yeah. drives me drives i think that's me. why it
1: says you got to use the boost you got to catch up to them a little bit first yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely
2: I, I definitely like the add of the d-pad because that way you can easily do the barrel or not barrel uh somersault right right really yeah you, you oh, can man. use up or down
4: on the d-pad oh, wow. that's much better that is amazing yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah cuz a lot of times I would accidentally do a loop de loop when I wanted to do a 180 and that was very frustrating especially in the dog fights when somebody's behind you and yeah. you want to do a loop de loop and then you end up you know turning around and going past them and then you got to catch up to them again so yeah that right. kind of I always got those two buttons confused
3: I um, yes. I forgot that you could do the loop de loop when I was at P1's house and uh I got destroyed on the hard version of Venom <laughs> yeah
0: you lost uh, 13 men, didn't you?
3: 13 arrow wings, yeah. I hadn't <clears> lost a, a man until I got there, and then I, I couldn't beat it. Because I forgot about loop-de-loop. <laughs> it was a sad moment. What can you do? Yeah. But anywho, let's talk about the uh, the upgrades you find throughout the levels. Now, there's the laser upgrades, the bombs, um, the silver and gold rings, and I'm sure some other things. Actually, let's talk a bit about the silver rings. Um, what do the silver rings do exactly? Is it just refill your shields?
0: Yeah, yeah, far as I know.
3: And then the gold rings, you get three, and you an oh,
4: I think it increases your health bar, doesn't it?
0: No, three of them is an extra man.
4: I think they may have changed that in the three DS. Oh, one that's good. To oh, see. Yeah, it's like a heart container. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, the three DS one, it was every three gold rings was an extra arrowing.
3: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know this.
0: Unless I'm wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it said, though, in the tutorial portion. Duh, Duke, uh, Doc, do you guys uh, remember? Uh, I, I
1: don't, don't know. know. I, I do know that when you got your third gold <laughs> ring, it made a special little jingle. Yeah. So something was happening. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't pay attention to what exactly that was. <laughs>
0: no, I'm curious. I'm pretty sure they said it was an extra
1: island.
4: Maybe it's both.
1: Maybe.
3: I'm so curious, but I must move on. And then
1: they had those <laughs> sta- the star-shaped ones too as well
3: oh that yeah that's well. right
1: and what I, are think, those uh, I think those were more light, like your. I think your health bar went up even more I believe when oh, you got one really? of those
4: yeah that was for when the lava level when you're just like losing it constantly <laughs> yeah. I forgot all about those things I
3: thought it was just like invincibility or something temporarily but it's been so long since I've, I've gotten one of those uh, and then Rob would show up every now and then give you a box which is pretty cool yeah and inside it would be a bomb or, or yeah. something else. Um, what did you guys think about the bombs?
0: I, uh, they, they were okay. I liked that you launched them and then you had to also detonate them. But I found that my like I would often detonate them too soon or too, uh, too late. I very rarely detonated them right when I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I had the same experience.
1: I, I did. They were pretty powerful, but um, I didn't end up using them. All that often because I found, especially if you had the upgraded lasers, um, oh, that, yeah. that worked so well that you didn't
0: really need the bombs too too often. Yeah, and I, I really really enjoyed the the charge up the laser lock on mechanic because oh yeah, it was just that was uh, the bees knees. Yes. It was <laughs> the bees knees, sure <laughs> Which is another mercenary group. <laughs> <laughs> Are they
3: actual bees? Yeah, No, it's wasps. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god. Alright,
2: so I remember that? the first time uh you I discovered you can lock on and shoot a bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Whoa. Oh, Hold off. on. You can lock on and shoot a bomb? Oh yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah, mine <laughs>
4: too. Um do you like did the bombs just like were they super impressive to you guys in nineteen ninety seven? I don't remember them being
3: that impressive.
4: Oh man, see that was back then they were
3: although I remember the rocket
4: being pretty impressive. Because once those bombs go off, your your controller just went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that motor was way power more powerful than the ones they have like built into controllers now. Yeah. It's just like that oh, just like... Oh, it was nuts. But yeah, I remember just at the time like the future is now. Like <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't think there were I,
3: I mean, I do remember the one. So I guess yeah. It's different impact but the uh, same
4: situation, I guess. I almost never used them, same. but every time I saw one, I'm like oh, a bomb, but like <laughs> you got to get it. <laughs> oh, that's the same way. I never used them because I was like, oh, I got to save these. But you're, <laughs> you're going to need them, them <laughs> at some point,
3: right? Like... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I want to talk about another thing that throughout the game. So we kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but you perform certain tasks in the levels. Uh, and depending on what you do in a level will, will determine which course you take on the map. So I want to take a, a second to talk about maybe some of the more memorable ones or some of the harder ones um that you guys were dealt with. I remember one of the really hard ones for me was uh was it the spotlight one? Mhm. Oh, oh, spotlights! Yeah. Oh, I hated the spotlight. But uh but yeah, that, that was me. How about uh how about you Duke? Was there any uh tasks that you performed that you remember doing like maybe hitting the uh the railway
4: ones or anything that stood yeah, up?
1: The spotlight one? Um I think the second time around I was able to get them all and I, I realized that that was what I needed to do to progress through the red, the red path. Yeah. And I do remember the first one, uh, like I think Matt mentioned, you had to get through those uh, arcs to get yeah. uh, the special through the waterfall. That's right. Kind of thing. And I'm trying to remember uh, some other ones uh, that kept you on that red path. Because I did, I did complete the game on the red path. Um, nice. And I think, I know some of the levels, I don't know how. I just know that um, I did a really, you know, I just tried to do the best I could. And I guess if there were obvious things you could see that you needed to shoot or things to, to go through, uh, then I just would try to do that. Um, and I think I, um, I can't. I can't. Recall. What about the one level where the the you're in space and all the, the big spaceships and junk were kind of floating around? I don't remember what you had to do on that
4: one. Is the one yeah, with the uh,
3: robots. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. What do you have to do in that one? I've I've always kill, done it. Kill a lot
4: of people. That's all <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I've always completed it, but I
4: I never knew what I was doing, and that was one of the few that just kind of like what did I do? <laughs> uh, the uh, warps are really hard, like the uh, meteor uh, warp. Yeah, I hate that one. I, I think I remember looking that one up when I was when I was younger. Um, but tell us about that one, Matt. Uh, yeah, it's just there's like little blue circly gates, and every time you hit one, you get faster. So you ha- and then you you know progressively get faster getting through all of them. And it's just very tricky to hmm. hit all of them. And of course they put a, like a gold ring or something attractive like amidst them to try to lure you, you away up. from them. Yeah. But then you go into like sort of a crazy, you know, trippy, like psychedelic, yeah, space world, hyperdimension, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I actually looked one. I, I looked at just to see if there was anything i didn't you know ever discover as a child because i played the game over and over and i did find there was one warp i had no idea existed that takes you from um x to z oh no way it's like they're shooting some gates i still haven't done it yet but i want to i want to check that out that's pretty crazy that's a big jump that's a big jump yeah that's huge cool
1: what about the tank? Does anybody remember what you had to do on the, the tank level? What, the train? Oh, yeah.
3: Shoot the keys. To shoot the,
2: yeah. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. There's an old yeah. key the
2: thing. Right. There's eight of them, I think. Yeah. How about you, Doc? Any that stood out to you? I was going to say, using the Landmaster, having to switch the tracks, that yeah. always seemed really hard because it controls like crap. <laughs> yeah, it does. I remember
3: being blown away when you don't have to kill the boss, it just <laughs> it smashes. Yeah, yeah. I love that moment. Especially when you're a kid, and you're like, "I've been fighting this thing." <laughs> yeah, and you finally discover that. Oh, that's good. How about you, P One? Any that stood out to you?
0: I uh, happily went along the blue track. Yeah, <laughs> um, and did nothing extra. I, uh, I, I want to say, I just want to say this because it's it's so apparent in this game, but it it exists in in so many Nintendo games. <laughs> There's no difficulty setting. There's no normal, medium, hard... Like, there's no setting. The game is as easy or as difficult as you want it to be for yourself. So in Star Fox, for example, you can go through and follow the story and just go through the main way that they tell you to go and get to the end and beat the game and get an ending. And if you have fun doing it, that's great. And you never have to worry about going and checking these other paths. There are other routes, so... If you want to try and figure out how to get to them, you can add the difficulty to yourself by trying to figure out these other ways, these other routes. And uh, there are varying degrees of, of hardness. But it doesn't say, like, in a modern game now, it would be easy, normal, and hard. And they would, they would just decrease the damage your lasers do and increase the health of the enemies. But Nintendo doesn't do that. They just they give you these <laughs> alternate paths. And it, it's something they still do now. Like, if you look at Super Mario uh, 3D World, You can go through and beat that game World 1 to World 8 and happily get to the end of it. But if you want more, if you want an extra challenge, you can collect all the stamps. You can collect all the uh, green stars or green coins, stars. And then it unlocks another world that's even harder. And the, the difficulty is based on what the player wants. So you have the ability to go in and make this game as easy or as hard as you want it to be and enjoy it at whatever level of gamer you are. I'm obviously... Um, Not as good with uh, on-rails third-person shooters (laughs) starring anthropomorphic uh, protagonists. (laughs) So I went through and I happily did my blue trail and went point to point to point and and beat the game in, I don't know, an an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And I enjoyed every minute of it. I loved it. The controls were good. The story was good. I liked the graphics. I I fully enjoyed it. And at no point did I think to myself, I need to go back and do more. But someone like J-Rock or like Duke... Or yourself, you—you um, you guys wanted more. You wanted to. Uh, I, you needed to know what was on that corner, was around that corner. You know what's what's on that branching path. So you had the option to go and do that and push yourself a little harder to get those extra things. And that's just something amazing that Nintendo <clears throat> did then and is still doing now. And it's like they get no credit for that. I have to
1: agree 100%. I, 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 It totally hit me playing this game because um, I did the first time I played through, I did the blue path as well. And I even tweeted or somewhere, maybe on the forums, I mentioned, um, wow, I don't remember this game being that short. And I kind of put it down, but I found myself, I, I wanted to play it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, it, it was so fun playing through in that kind of easy, sloppy manner that you want it more. And the second time I played through, I think I kind of went the middle path and maybe jutted around a little bit. But by the third or fourth time I played it, I was able to figure out some of the routes and um, some of the things you had to do to take the harder path, and was able to beat it that way. So I agree 100. It's a it's an art form to to create a game like that, um, and it takes a lot more time to to create a game like that, uh, where it's it's it can be fun for all ages. Just like P1 said, it, it's as easy or as hard as you want it to be, and I think that's a, a great perk about this game.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think you guys both nailed it on the head. Now, this brings up another point, that the game is short. Like, let's say, P1, you paid $60 for this game.
0: Oh, I'm the wrong person to ask, because I am 100% for the fact that if the game is good and tight, it doesn't need to be 80 hours.
3: Mm, great point. How about, uh, how about you, Duke? Just, just for the, the sheer length of the game, do you think it's long enough for a $60 tag? Back in ninety well, seven?
1: I, I do. I do. Because again, uh, the replayability factor is so high and it's the type of game where you can sit down and just kill some time with it. Um, and not have to, you know, get all wrapped up in trying to beat it if you don't want. So I, I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's definitely, uh, it get $60 worth of value easily out of it.
5: I agree um, completely. Yeah. hundred
1: percent. I, I, um, again, I did beat it very quickly. Um, but I wanted to keep going back for more and I've been playing it the entire month and i'm still having still having fun i was playing it last night so
3: Jeez, I you know, it tells you it right there yep how about how about you doc you think it uh it, it holds its value at 60 dollars for back in the day
2: back in the day definitely uh i got hundreds of hours of the multiplayer um actually for the single player campaign i didn't realize going left was the harder of the routes oh and, that's interesting uh, yeah, I, for me, I always thought it was faster, so I'd always stay left. And <laughs> I, I didn't do the middle route until much later on. Yeah. But there's a lot of replayability, trying to get the medals, and yeah, I just had so
4: much fun with it. I agree. How about you, Matt? Uh, it's an interesting question, because there's a lot of people kind of change. I think a lot of people around our age... You know, when we we're younger and the the money was uh, not coming, as you know, you're not old enough to have a job, right. and you know, <laughs> you're like, bring on the the eighty hour RPGs, and you know, and now it's like, you know, as a working adult, that's I have a few on my shelf, and I'm like, I just I just don't, I just can't right now, and uh it's <laughs> yeah. games like this, you know, you can just pop it in whenever, even on like a busy day, like right before bed, you can knock out a round of Star Fox, you know. But that being said, in 1997, I played this and played it and played it. It's pretty much kind of like P1 was saying. You yeah. know, just going into the yellow paths, eventually doing the red paths, and then eventually once I found out you can do medals, getting all the medals, then Expert <laughs> unlocks. And, you know, it's not... You don't get a whole lot per sitting, but there's so much game and there's so much to notice. It's like a good movie where if you look in the background after you watch it a billion times and you know the lines, you still see more. And yeah, it's, it's an incredible value and it's, it's totally worth it at, at a brand new price.
3: Uh, I completely agree. I think it's, it's one of those games, like you guys said, it's, it has hidden value. It's, it's, it's what you want it to be. And uh, and if you wanted to get your money's worth, you you definitely could with this game, um, and yeah, I definitely think it hold of, held its value for sure. Plus,
1: don't forget, at sixty dollars, it came with a free rumble pack.
3: That's right, that's right, that's a value right there. Oh, what a great game! I love Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, to Miyamoto,
0: <laughs>
4: I'm pretty well, sure if you just say Nintendo, he can hear you. Right?
0: That's true. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this is site calls three flag for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so
3: now that we know how to get from level to level, let's talk a bit about the levels and maybe some of the bosses in those levels as well. Some of the more memorable ones, perhaps. Um, you guys mentioned the uh, the lava one earlier. That one I find really memorable um, just because you're constantly fighting uh, against the loss of health and, and, and getting smacked around um but there, there's a lot of memorable ones how about you p1 what was your maybe your favorite level
0: um i really liked uh the venom stage the flying around trying to take down the Star Wolf team like that open world like the arena fighting the dog fight that was that was my favorite i just really? uh, the, like the on rails portion is good i enjoy that but that freedom of i gotta take these guys down you know what i mean and yeah. if they're taking out, 'cause because you know like If I don't stop them from killing Slippy first, because he's useless, (laughs) then somebody's gonna be two on one. You know what I mean? And very quickly, the odds go against you. Go against you so fast um, that it's like I just I gotta be able to do this. I gotta get this on lockdown. I gotta. So it's I don't know. It's kind of like my own little battle at the Death Star on that one. Uh, I really enjoyed it. That's my favorite level. It's a good
3: one. Um, It's. uh, I, I know I'm always on the minority with this. But I always found those my least favorite levels, and I don't know why everybody loves them. Um, I am the only exception. Uh, so I I, I I don't hate them and I love the like the Independence Day one. But ah. just,
0: uh, do you not like them because of the fact that you didn't get you didn't finish that one for the the Star Fox tournament? Is that why maybe it's a deep-seated hate for those levels?
3: All right, Matt, what's uh what's your, uh, what's your
0: favorite
4: level? <laughs> oh, favorite? Oh yeah, goodness.
3: Or, or most memorable, anything really.
4: Uh, well, real quick, shout out to my least favorite, The Submarine. Oh, the oh, oh, Blue Marine. Oh. Right, uh, okay, for well, there's oh, wow. there's a, a myriad of options to choose from on how to say it's really bad, but <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things I played it, and I'm like, nope, nope, Blue Marine did not get any better with age when I finished that one. <laughs> so and dark. the ending, Ugh. you know, the game really takes a, a huge effort to be like, I'm going to look cool, guys. I'm going to do this. Like, if you look when the, um, the R Wings are flying away or like splitting up in little cinema sections, you know, somebody's going to do a barrel roll for no apparent reason, just because it's cool. <laughs> yeah. When you finish the Marine level, he just floats away, floats like off. a turd. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I did life. love the Landmaster. I wish there were more Landmaster sections. Um, I don't know. It was just—it was a really fun one to me. I like you could he can actually—you can roll with the roll. tank. You yeah. can fly. Like I don't know. I, re- I really could just sit here and name all the other levels. It's it's a really <laughs> <laughs> they're all. Can you tell cool. that I like the game? Yeah. yeah, a little bit
2: I think. How about uh, how about you, Doc? What was your favorite? Uh, I really like going against Star Wolf team the second time. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Going the Venom on the left path, um, it was a lot harder, and I liked it. And I thought it was interesting that you can skip fighting them the first time. But your second battle, they'll still have upgraded yeah, ships. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They'll be bandaged up. So, huh. as a kid, once I went through and tried to not fight them the first time and see if they'd have weaker ships and make the level easier for me, it's yeah. not the case. No, I know. <laughs> Sad, sadly, so that that would be awesome though. What a
3: great addition that would have been. Hmm. How about uh, how about you, Duke?
1: Yes, uh, I think. The Venom stage along with the one with the robots. because uh, I, I really enjoyed the the full range mode in space.
3: Oh like the oh, Gundam Yeah. That yeah. was cool. That was a good boss. So, I remember that.
1: The dog fighting to me was the highlight. To, to to you know, be spinning around and doing loops and trying to catch up with each other. That was just you know, it was it was much like playing with your friends on the multiplayer mode. So that, that's just so fun to me.
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I didn't like those modes. I feel really bad. Everybody loves the dogfight modes, and I don't like them. I mean, I don't hate them. Ah, I want to love them.
0: Do you think maybe if you had uh, done better in the uh, the prelims for the Star Fox tournament in the dogfighting that you wouldn't hate them so much now?
3: So we should take a minute to talk about the bosses. We sort of glazed <laughs> over the bosses. There's some really memorable bosses in there. B1, what's your favorite boss?
0: Uh, I like Andros because I can think of nothing better than a giant floating monkey head that turns out to be a robot.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that was an interesting choice for the end.
0: It, uh, I actually had a heart, like, going up against him, like, the first time, I was like, I think I'm doing it right, I'm not positive, I was, like, shooting his hands, I was trying to shoot his face, when he opened his mouth, I was trying to shoot bombs in his mouth, and, anyway, he ended up, uh, chewing me up and spitting me out, uh, a couple of times, and then I figured it out, and... Really enjoyed it.
3: Cool, yeah. That, Crazy that...
0: robot monkey scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I think or, he's a
3: monkey he? wizard earlier. Monkey, yeah. <laughs> wizard. more accurate, I think, in this case, yeah. anyway. Uh, how about you, Duke? Favorite boss?
1: Um, well, I guess the, uh, the Star Fox—I mean, not the Star Fox, Star Wolf team. I guess is that considered a boss?
3: Yeah, sure, we can call <laughs> it. <I'll tell> <laughs> uh,
1: so I guess that was again. That was probably the highlight of the game for me. Was coming to that stage. But um, also memorable, I like the one uh, boss, the the kind of uh, circular thing that had the serpents coming out of it.
3: Yes. And he you had to shoot tough. the arms
1: off. That was kind of fun. I had a good yeah. time with that. He was um, it had the three glowing orbs you had to shoot, and then it would try to shoot a laser at you. You had to kind of go around the screen and, and dodge yeah. it. So that was kind of satisfying to play and beat that boss. So I guess aside from the Star Wolf team, uh, that would be my second favorite, I think.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. He, uh, he was one of the more...
2: Interesting bosses I thought. Yeah.
3: So do. Um how about you, Doc?
2: Oh, it's definitely the Star Wolf team. Uh being able to go all range mode <laughs> against them. I have to <laughs> default back to that. <laughs> uh I have for some
3: reason I have this stigma against the all range mode. I don't know I don't know what it stems from.
2: Mm. But <laughs> I keep trying to Matt, how about you? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if you'd like Star Fox too. Because oh, a maybe. lot of that is the all-range mode. Oh, oh,
3: let's just, I'll get you to go ahead and make me one of those carts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Matt? Ah, uh, I like several of them. Um, first off, I do like the, the actual boss fights. I like that they took an effort to make them unique personalities, even though they don't say much. Yeah, you're right, though. Yeah they're very much like it could have been monkey man 1, monkey man 2 and then the yeah. grand monkey wizard is the boss of them but they like <laughs> you know they had their silly superhero costumes their little quips <laughs> yeah like um i like the gundam guy and he's like yucky little freaks!
3: <laughs> little... <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh what?
4: yeah the the gorilla gundams are really fun cuz you fight like the duo and then you fight the big one um the guy in the meteor shower I love that, like, you have a full boss fight. And then he's like, I lose. And then suddenly it's like, nope, I'm going to get you. Yeah. Then, you know, you kill him and, you know, screams. That's the other thing. I love that they all are like, ah, like scream. And then the yes. explosion. It's like, I don't think 1997 Nintendo took a dark turn. They did. They did. Dead parents screaming monkey <laughs> spacemen. Like, um, that's another one. It's the lava stage. Mm-hmm. You have this like giant lava monster. You yep. shoot the arms off of it, and it bleeds. Even though the it bleeds balls, Orbs. but yeah, but yeah, <laughs> whatever's going on there. And um, when you finally shoot the head, the head launches off of the thing with like a beam of light. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and it it's explodes. Deep. Decapitate <laughs> the thing. Like.
3: Even when you're hitting it, it's like jabbing around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is dark.
0: <laughs> there was a there was another boss. I didn't fight him, but I watched you fight him there, P2. It was that one yep. that uh like you would shoot its arm off and then it would put its crane out and pick the arm back up and put
1: it oh, back yeah. on. That was yeah. on the uh, spotlight level, right? The yeah. water level.
2: It yeah, yeah. A pirate. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a pirate. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah he had a lot of quips yeah you yeah, sure did that
0: was another cool one there's a lot of cool bosses in it, it was uh, also
1: different because you had to use bombs only.
2: bombs yeah
3: yeah it took me a second to figure that out again i hate using bombs The
0: armor is <laughs> thick use your bombs wisely <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep that actually brings up a good point because i want to talk a bit about because we're getting into the sound department now i want to talk a bit about the sound actors um because overall i mean even though the lines were kind of cheesy i think the voice actors did a did a pretty good job for what they were working with. Um, but uh, let's talk a bit about all the one-liners and stuff. How about uh, how about you, P1? What stood out to you in terms of uh, one-liners or, or or just the voice actors in general?
0: I, uh, I didn't realize it as much in the middle of the game as I did after watching uh, the doc here sent us a video, uh, the Honest Trailer for Star Fox 64. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Peppy does spend a lot of time, like, talking about your dad. Yeah. Like, if... <laughs> I like to think, like, if if your, dad, if your father was missing and you're really worried about him, you, you wouldn't want this rabbit, like, you're in the battle, you're in the heat of the moment, you know what I mean? Like, you got your target computer off, you're using the force, you're zoned in there, and Peppy's like, you know, he's like, your father used to do it that way, too, you know? Or, you're just like your old man, like, what, what are you doing? like You know, Fox starts crying, his hair gets all matted around his eyes, he can't see what's going on, and then Slippy gets shot down. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Peppy was, uh, Peppy's like the Obi-Wan, though, of, of the game, I, I always found, anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's, well, because he's the old, he, he was from the original mercenary group, right? That's right. Um, That's
2: right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, flew with your father. That's right. But he, uh, he is the one who, uh, had the iconic,
2: Do know, a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. Who's the most to get through? <laughs> yeah, most to get through? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I love it. I love it. Uh, how about you, Duke? Was there any, uh, voice actors that stood out to you?
1: Uh, I think it was great. I, I think that um, if I can use the term campy, I know it doesn't really fall into that category, but it, it was just
5: you know.
1: <laughs> just enough cheese, um, but not too much. I, I think it, it fit very well with what they were trying to do. Yeah. And I think the uh, voice acting was good quality. It was um, interesting. And aside from Slippy, it uh, was the only one that's kind of a, an annoying voice, Yeah, I guess, that you kind of just want to tune out yeah but uh, overall yeah, I thought it was great and uh, I guess the one that stands out to me that I heard a lot was uh, my emperor, I failed you that, oh, that right. rings in my ears a lot but I, forgot as as I it heard that playing at this time I remembered it as a kid I was like, oh I remember that you know yeah so it, it definitely added a lot of character to the game and I think it was uh, uh not too annoying, but I guess it could be seen as that because a lot of the stuff is repetitive uh, but overall I think I thought it added a lot of, added a lot of character to the game that uh, was kind of welcoming.
3: That's exactly right, because think of how many other games, if you heard somebody say a line from it, you wouldn't have a clue. But for this game, everybody has such a distinct personality and, yeah. and old characteristics that you can remember when you played it back when you were a kid, when you just hear a random line like that. That's a, that's a pretty good testament to the game itself. Yeah, I
0: absolutely. think.
3: Absolutely. I wonder
0: um, how much of Falco's character was like the voice actor saying, I'm going to give him attitude as opposed to them giving the direction of make him this way. You know yeah, I, mean? I wonder. Like, because some of those lines, I'm sure, if you read them with a different uh, inflection in his voice, that maybe he could make it sound like he was being, you know, way to go, Fox, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. job, hotshot. Like, he could make that sound good, but he, you know, he definitely doesn't. If I can also add another, I think one of the coolest, um,
1: I guess, parts, where when you're at the final stage, you're, you're kind of slowly going through that dark tunnel, and yeah. you hear uh, Andros kind yeah. of hauntingly kind of talk to you. You know, I thought that was kind of a neat touch, and kind of, kind of built up the uh, tension for that
0: last fight. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Oh, so good. So Although good. If Andros had just closed the door there, then he gets, <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> good point. It's Why, like the uh, a...
4: the Death Star. That exhaust vent is yeah. vital. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, very similar. <laughs> uh, how about you, though, Matt? Uh, any voice actors that stood out to you? Oh, man, I think,
4: I mean, for the, it's, it's as close to perfect as you were going to get. Yeah. Because they're, it's, yeah, it's cheesy, but it's one of those things where it seems like the voice actors didn't know it was cheesy and, like, did it in earnest, which yes. is, you know, kind that of the perfect, it work. yeah, it's like. Yeah. Nobody had any idea that, you know, it was just like, <laughs> how can this be? Yeah. And he like walked out of that vocal booth like, that's right, guys. I nailed, nailed. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Doc? Uh,
2: I'm pretty much on the same page as Duke. Like, I love that style, how it is kind of campy and just. Everything is so quotable, kind of almost like Navi with the, hey, listen, it's do yeah. a barrel roll or uh, use the boost to get through. But also voice acting and the sound, the soundtrack is so awesome. Like that oh. first level. I like, love it. I'm horrible at placing video game soundtracks to games, but that first level, like I always know. Who yeah,
0: did sir. the soundtrack to this even the the main screen music is very familiar. Like
4: uh, it's Koji Kondo and some other guy. <laughs> I, I don't know if the some other guy was the principal guy, but yeah. Oh, I love like even the original Star Fox had a great soundtrack as well, but I I love the soundtrack
3: of this game and it, it's and the sound effects themselves are so crisp. Um, what did you guys think overall of the soundtrack? I know Doc, you said you liked it. How about you, Matt? Oh
4: yeah. Like, I think it, it always sets the mood perfectly. Like, every, like, yeah. I think, uh, one of the things I always get pumped for the boss fights because, like, as they're building up the tensions, you have like that, banan it like kind of built, and then it goes to the you know, exciting boss music. But, like, everything, like, uh, even stuff like Cat kind of has that, like, every time she oh, speaks, yeah. there's like a jazz jingle and just everything right. it's right. equally parts um quality and appropriate which is perfect video game music yeah i think that sums it up for sure um were there any tracks that stood out to you p1 it's
0: just not none that stood out but when i start hearing them you know what i mean like i just i can't shake them
3: yeah oh oh <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
0: okay. get them off me fox <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy! Let's just skip. Let's just skip right to Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in
1: agreement with everyone else. I thought that it, it just perfectly set the tone and, and got you amped up. And I especially yeah. like the uh, the sound effects for your your laser hits and the, the bomb the bomb launches. I just thought it was so satisfying hearing you uh, repeatedly hit you know you're targeting a dog fight yeah. with your lasers and the locking sound all all those sound effects were just perfectly done and really are so satisfying
3: they were and uh, and just and what Matt mentioned earlier about that lava monster the sound of your lasers hitting his head oh yeah. very rewarding oh i love it i love it yeah and and the bombs oh so good so good <laughs> yeah right over there me <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All, right, up. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, the sound is amazing. Voice actors are amazing. Levels amazing. Gameplay is amazing. How do the graphics stand up in 64 to 3DS, for example? Um, let's start with uh, Doc.
2: I think it aged incredibly well compared to most 64 games. I mean, it I is kind of blocky but it mm-hmm. has lots of characteristics, especially if you look at the Super Nintendo version. That was oh. extremely blocky.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just think it's that kind of art style, and even if they did the 3DS version, if they didn't update it, they could have kept it polished, but <clears throat> dialed in with the same-looking polygons, I guess. Yeah. When
3: they said that they were going to do the, enhanced, the uh, graphical version... I wasn't expecting it to be what it was um, because I didn't think it needed that much, but they yeah. really did do a great job on that 3DS version. They did a
2: lot, and especially that first stage when you're flying over the water. Oh yeah. man, the particle effects and water—spot on. Because yeah. I and I love that
3: on the 64, so <laughs> to see yeah, it on she, that, yeah. pretty amazing. Um, Matt, I know you
4: love it, so let's hear. <laughs> let's hear what you think. <laughs> well, it was like uh, Doc was saying with the water, um, even like the garbage water. That garbage water looks great. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's some good-looking garbage water. Yeah, that's some good-looking garbage water. Uh no, uh I think one of the things that's important about this is um uh, it is 1997. Right, right. Uh because I love the 64 uh but I openly admit it's it looks like butt sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it does sometimes, yeah. Especially on like a more modern TV and that's when you get to some of the later releases like Jet Force Gemini had high-resolution textures, which, you know, in the 90s, high-resolution textures means low-resolution textures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like every, yeah. You know, everything's like a big, muddy mess, but in Star Fox, everything is... Uh, like, if you just look at the characters, they're very simple. It's mm-hmm. sort of the 3D equivalent of NES characters. Every mm-hmm. main shape... Is sort of blocked out with a specific color, and they don't get that high level of detail that you'll get in like, I don't know, like 1999 64 games that make them look so bad. So it really still holds up today.
3: That's a great way of breaking it down. I never thought about it like that. It was the fact that they kept it simple but beautiful that it, it still holds up today. Yeah, that was smart of them. Uh, how about you, Duke? What did you think about the graphics?
1: Uh, well, again, I played it on the 3DS and I wish I would have, um, I, I don't remember what it looked like on the 64. It's been so long. Um, so I don't know, I'm not really comparing it to anything, but on the 3DS, um, gorgeous, just yeah. beautiful graphics, um, very smooth. Um, and the 3D, uh, looked great, um, with, in, in the outer space, flying in the stars and the ships on, on the cutscenes when the camera would pan around and you got like the wing in your, you know, foreground. It, it just looked beautiful. Now, it was, it was a little hard playing it on 3D with some of the more intense levels because I don't have the new 3DS. Right. So I would end up um, sometimes slipping that off during some of the boss battles and stuff. But um, overall, um, again, the water effects were, were great on both the, uh, the first level and the, and the spotlight level.
3: So, so, it's it, would it be safe to say that if you picked this up for the first time and didn't know it was a, it was a remake, would you think it was good enough to just be its own...
1: Oh, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Now, again, it... I don't know how better, how much better it looks from the original, because I haven't played the original in so long. It's well, drastic.
0: Oh, is yeah. it?
3: <laughs> yeah, tell us about it, P1, because I know that you've seen both recently.
0: Yeah, so I, I initially played this month on the 3DS, because I could take it with me to work, um, and... I was playing on the 3DS and it looked good. Like the characters, um, they're still the the polygon shapes, but they're they look they don't look like polygons. It looks like a, it looks good. It's smooth. They smooth it out. There's some more detail. Like there's more texture. The game on the 3DS is beautiful. It could very easily have been Star Fox 3DS. Like they they did a, a masterful job with those graphics carrying them over. And then. Um, I went back and I, I looked at it on the actual N sixty four that day. You came over and you played through, yep. and it's I'm, I'm I'm not everybody knows that I'm I'm anti polygon. I'm not a I'm not a huge advocate of, of <laughs> the polygons, and I I still think that they should have kept sprites for another generation before changing over, but uh, the game. I will say I will say that Matt is right. As far as N sixty four games go, it looks better than most N sixty four games, but it's still polygons. It is after, especially after seeing on the three Ds how beautiful it, like how how good it looked, and then looking at the actual polygons. Um, and we put like we I have it here on a CRT, so it's not like a, a new TV stretching out or anything. It, it just it's a huge difference. They're worlds apart in graphics, and, and uh, obviously that's because of the fact that it's two thousand and Twelve when that game came out as opposed to 1997 right um, but I, I I will admit that as far as N64 games go this is probably the best looking one I've seen in, a, in a, quite a long time um, and the, at the time like this holds compared to like say GoldenEye this holds up way better in yeah, comparison yeah definitely like um, I still if I put GoldenEye in right now I wouldn't know what anything was which is so <laughs> weird because at the time it was like oh man it's sure. so real <laughs> I this um, I'm playing a movie But yeah So the Graphic wise If if you don't have you haven't played this before Either way get And you have a 3DS And you like your handheld Play it on that um, It looks really good And you have the option For the classic controls Or controls that are designed For the 3DS It's just Even like when they talk cause Like they have sort of Flip top heads in the N64 And there's even a little bit Like it's not a whole lot more But the, the motion of them talking Is even a little better on the 3DS, like so their mouths line up to the words more.
3: They really put a lot of care into it. It makes you wonder why they put so much care into a port, or sorry, a remake, I don't even know what you want to call it, but, and then not make another game for the series in ages.
0: It's Nintendo. They, when's the last time they put out a game that they didn't put a lot of care into?
3: Yeah, true enough. Why, you know what I mean? why do it though? Why not just make, like you said, um, Nintendo 3, or Star Fox 3DS?
0: Well, maybe, I mean, who knows how long the development process is, when they were going, because they were when the 3DS first came out, it was hurting for games. So maybe right. they were going, okay, let's see what games we can get out for it, that we can do easily. Star Fox would have been one they probably could convert easily, being the the fact that it's a first-person on real shooter. It lends itself to the 3D background, because you don't want the R-Wing popping out at you. you got the space mm-hmm. effects and everything. Yep. And who at that point, they might have already known that, you know, Miyamoto is going to be working on a Star Fox for the Wii U. You know? Yeah, so fair maybe enough. Maybe it was, let's put a little extra carry into this. Instead of shoehorning a new one on the system, or yep. who knows? I mean, it's Nintendo, right? They, who knows why they do anything?
4: Method to their mayhem, yeah. Plus, I mean, all you Plus. need are artists and programmers. You don't need anyone to actually design the game, because the game true. is pretty much gameplay perfect already. Yeah. True, true. You just got to make it pretty. Yeah.
2: But now yeah. they have the updated assets, too, so if they wanted to use those in another game. Yeah, yeah. that's right. True. They
0: could easily do a sequel.
2: Definitely. I think that would be a great
3: idea. By the sounds of this, I kind of want to play a game that's designed just for it now.
0: No, you don't. You hate your handhelds. Uh, I
3: like. I love my handheld. I just don't like playing the most side of my house. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm right there with you. I understand. <laughs> I tried taking my uh, 3ds on the train once. I was freaking nervous as hell. I
3: know. <laughs> is, I can't do it. Oh, anyway, uh, P1. I see you have ship design on here. Would you like to elaborate on that for me?
0: No, no. I just think the air wings look cool.
3: The air wings do look cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the wings that slide I'll, out or slide in, like I don't know.
4: Range mode, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They switch mode. I think that's neat. Did you guys think about the X-Wings with that? Yes. Yeah. Lock-ass yeah. <laughs> lock, 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 spoil
0: and attack position. <laughs>
3: love it. Love it. Oh, so good. Yeah, they
0: look cool. Um, and then when you go up against the Star Wolf team, their ships look cool. They do look cool. Yeah.
3: And their upgraded ships are, are pretty
0: badass, too. Yeah. I think Duke's crazy. I totally want it to be an anthropomorphic fox.
1: now i say that you know now i appreciate it because it's nostalgic but i remember thinking as a i guess a young adult and even back with the original game on the super nintendo as a teenager why why are they puppets why are they animals give me something i can relate to a little bit better but right it is what it is and I, i do appreciate it now you
0: relate better to red uh Red overall plumbers that jump on magic mushrooms. <laughs> I actually mentioned that last
1: time. I think I mentioned that I had a hard time with that stuff too. I didn't want to go in my backyard and jump on mushrooms, right. but I was glad to go grab a rope and pretend I was Simon Belmont. So that's that, right. that, that, I had to have that connect uh, for me as a kid. That really drew me into the game uh, hmm. that much more. So that's all.
3: Mm, that's, a, that's a really good way to put it, actually. <laughs> well, I'm happy you can appreciate it now, Duke. Yes. All right, guys. So with all this said, I kind of want to get everybody's last impressions, your overall ratings, and uh, maybe your three-word review, too.
0: Yeah, so we should preface that. Um, there's Please another do. podcast that we both listen to uh, called the Kane and Rince Podcast. If you're unfamiliar with them, definitely check them out. They do uh, focus on a game, and then they talk about that game. They, are, they upload way more frequently than we do. They're a fantastic show. I think they're based in uh, the U.K., yeah um and they're they're awesome i love uh, all of their shows their most recent one is uh god hand which is a game that i would love to see on the cartridge club
3: oh i didn't know they did god hand it it
0: came out like today or yesterday oh okay Um, cool cool what they do on their show though they will have their listeners uh based on what the game is they're doing they'll have their listeners tweet a three-word review of that game and they'll read that review on the show so uh in our uh in the cartridge club we always go over the comments on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and we talk about them there. Um, Especially with this month, where the comment section is so large, there was so much interaction on the forums, we're not going to be able to possibly read through all of them. So what we're going to start doing from this point forward is asking for for listeners of the Cartridge Club to tweet a three-word review of the game of the month. And we'll read those (laughs) three-word reviews out on the show. Yeah. Um, Also,
3: if you put them in the forum, I'll read them there too. Okay, (laughs)
0: there we go. So on the forum as well. And please do keep going to the forums. Like I said, this month was... Super busy, and there was so much great discussion on there um, from uh, so many different people. And uh, you might notice an absence of myself and P two as well as two of the other three guests. Um, <laughs> and it's because we didn't want to get too wrapped up in the great conversation that was there because it would take away <laughs> from what we might say on the show. Um, yeah, the Duke didn't do it because uh, he doesn't listen to instructions. So this is also <laughs> going to be his last time on the Clarity Club. I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there was so many great things. We're going to try and touch on some of them here, but before we do, we're going to go over lasting impressions with the guys on the show and we're going to have these three be the first three people to tell us, uh, are their three word reviews that we're completely, um, copying from Kane and rinse. <laughs> yeah. You guys are angry about that. Let us know. We're still going to do it, but let us know <laughs> and we'll say we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. So.
3: All right. So I guess we should do that then. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Duke. Duke, uh, I just I want to hear your overall impressions. Would you recommend this to anybody still today? And give us a quick three word review.
1: <clears throat> okay, absolutely. Would recommend this uh, to anyone who likes any kind of video games, uh, especially space shooters. Um, it's a fantastic game with great controls, uh, great graphics, um, great characters, and. Um, I can't uh say enough good things about it. So I guess if I had am I giving it a star rating or a 9 out of uh one out of 10 what what kind what do you of rating? Do you do? Do you want me
0: to? star rating, alphabet rating, number rating. I, number I, guess, rating. I guess if I had it, to a a give it a one out of rating, you know, two huh. or three kids. <laughs> 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 I guess I
1: I'd give it maybe uh a, a 9 out of 10.
3: Oh,
0: nice. So, nice. Yeah.
1: So if I and then the three I'm, I'm really on the spot here with this three word uh yeah. review, but I'm going <laughs> to on the spot here just try to think of something um Gosh, uh, how about the uh, slippy needs water? Perfect. <laughs> That's fantastic. Love it. All right,
3: drop next, bud.
2: Who? Doc. Hmm? Oh, Doc? That's you. All right. <laughs> I would highly recommend this game. It's super cheap right now for sixty-four. Three uh, DS is starting to go up in price. It's a out of print, short print game. Um, so. If you do see it, grab it now. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I I'm decided a couple of days ago. I think I'm gonna go for a complete three DS collection.
3: Ooh, nice.
2: Emerald's there actually. There's wow. A lot of filler there. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but nonetheless, awesome game. So many memories playing it. I can't recommend it enough. It holds up well. And it's fun all around. And I never really thought about it until recently, but it is kind of a shmup. It's an on-rail shooter. And usually I don't like those, but this one held up really well. Yeah, it did. So my three-word review would have to be uh, do a barrel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Three words is tough. Yeah.
0: Glad we gave these guys a whole hour and a half to get ready for it. <laughs> That's
4: what's so great about it. All right, Matt, you're right Oh, man. Well, do I recommend Star Fox 64? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I could have maybe guessed that. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I, it's, it's a twist ending. I, I hate to break this to you. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it is... It really is kind of a rare type of game because, you know, a most... Spaceship shooters are in the second dimension. Most on-rail shooters in the third dimension are man on foot, and you have no degree of control of your body, just the firearm. There aren't many games like Star Fox. I can really only think of one other series being uh, Sin and Punishment, another wonderful N64 game. Uh, Yeah, just absolutely. Star Fox, however you can get it, you should. Uh, Three-word review of... Love it, 64. Oh, nice. Love it. Now, should we...
3: Um, never mind. I almost said something I don't, I'm going to regret.
0: Should we do it as well? <laughs> Damn <say>? it. <laughs> I didn't <know>. say... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm going I'm to give you my lasting impressions and my overall, so you can take this time to think of your three words. All right. Uh, I I absolutely, 100%, uh, enjoyed my time with Star Fox. Uh, like I said, I happily went along the blue path. Now, you guys might say that that's uh, the easy path, but I challenge you that it's actually harder to ignore the distractions of twisting off of the focused target and the goal and to get the job done. Um, where some players are easily distracted and they allow themselves to be led off the beaten path, I went into each level knowing my mission and I accomplished each mission. Um, so I would argue that the blue path is actually harder than the, than the other paths. <laughs> it's, uh, it was great. The the 3DS version of this uh, is far superior to the, the N64 version. If you don't have a 3DS and you do have an N64, grab the N64 version because it's it's a game that you shouldn't miss. Um, is it the best game on the N64? Mm, I would say it's probably top five. Uh, it's, uh, is it the best uh, space shooter on the N64? Uh, although Kevin would disagree with me. Um, I'm going to have to play Rogue Squadron here soon to, to see what I think of that. But uh, it's 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 really good. The characters are good. The, the graphics are good. The gameplay is good. It's a Nintendo game, so you know it controls well. Um, and I already said what I think about the, the, the difficulty levels and the varying paths. Now, if I had to give it a three-word uh, review, I would mm. probably say Star Fox good.
3: Mm, <laughs> Star Fox is good. All right. So, um, P2, what
0: about you? Uh, you know? What do you think? Did you enjoy the game?
3: Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um... Yeah, I really actually kind of want to play the 3DS version now. Um, Knowing that it's going up in price makes you want to buy it. (laughs) When's the last time you bought a game? Oh, it's been a little while. It's been a little while. Um, But yeah, I definitely recommend it to anybody. Like Matt said, I actually hadn't given it much much thought, but there isn't that many games like this. There aren't that many games like this um, that are in, in space on rail shooters. Um, if anybody can think of any more, please tweet it out t- to me because I would love to know. Um, Three-word review. Um, it was awesome. So.
0: It was awesome as three words.
3: It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that was worked. On. That works. Okay.
0: Perfect. Right, so now we're going to go, um, because that's, this is a new thing, we are going to go and talk about Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and uh, the, the comments from the, the forums as well right now. Um, I just, Twitter, I'm just i going to go first, because Twitter was really quick. And uh, there was uh, a few tweets that were done. A lot of people played along this month yep. uh, and mentioned that they were on Twitter. Uh, Yoshi beat it uh, on expert mode, it looks like. Ooh. Uh, Dean Lasagna beat it. Um... But uh, I want to talk about J-Rock specifically. So J-Rock the Game Rocker, uh, one of our good friends, he's a, a club member He plays along most months, um, and he actually wanted to be on this show. Uh, he, I think this was his first time playing through Star Fox, and so on his first run through he, he beat the game uh, on the easy mode, and he scored uh, 11, no it wasn't that one, Um I don't have the score here. But he tweeted his scores. And you can see as he goes through each time. So on his second run through, he scored uh, 1162, it looks like. And uh, then on his third run through, he scored 1309. And so he was going through and he was trying to not just unlock the medals and unlock the different paths and unlock expert mode, but he was trying to beat his own top score. Um, Mm. And he ended up getting all of the medals and unlocking expert mode. And uh, he was playing through that tonight while we were recording this show. Um, So that's... Like, there's another, just another example of somebody playing this game and the game just, it got his hooks into him and he just kept going. Um, and yeah, I he like tweeted that. out all those. So, J-Rock, hopefully uh, your expert mode went well tonight and uh, well, I guess we'll find out next month if, uh, or when you're, because you're on next month's show for that game.
3: Right. I uh, And I like that idea. I also like the idea of, of encouraging people to challenge each other on the forums with the high scores. I think if I had known that, if I had been on the forums instead of being an idiot, I uh, I would have been able to to, to get into that uh, that battle of of trying to get the high score because he has a posted here on the forums as well. Um, I mean, and I want to start going through some of these posts because there's so many.
0: I read through them uh, just a, a couple. Like I said, the discussion this month was incredible. Um, yeah. Jay Dubious did a review of Star Fox sixty four, and he gave us a link. That's on the forums. Check that out. Uh, it's also on our Facebook um lukeman uh, i'm trying to find lukeman's post because lukeman listed
3: i have it here it's awesome
0: want to read <laughs> yes. that off the, lukeman was like i'm gonna list the reasons why i love Star Fox." Yeah, yeah i saw that that was that <laughs> <It's> great
3: <laughs> list i'll just go through some of them here he said like this is just a list point by point of things that he loved about it uh one of them is finding the warp in the asteroid belt to go to katina uh finding the hidden boss on Carnaria. i i still remember that it was amazing Um, the one-liners which and then he has cocky little freaks on here Um, (laughs) all the stuff bosses say when they die the rumble pack voice acting in general general pepper commenting on your earnings at the end of the game Um, finding the rhythm to push a and shoot lasers efficiently uh, which is so true oh my gosh there's so many if i go down i'm taking you with me plus the escape oh so good there's just so many, but that's just an example of some of the good stuff that was on the, uh, uh, on the forum. Just like that one post is, is enough for me to be happy with this whole month. And there's a million of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, another hockey fan, three, one, five. He, uh, was doing a playthrough on YouTube as well for this month. So check that out. Nice. Um, but it's like, it's not all like, there's so many on here. Fitnat love this game. Uh, mm-hmm. it's rocket sauce. Loves this game. Gray He's playing through, um, But I want to talk. Everybody, it's not all love. Not everybody enjoyed their time uh, in the Lilac System. So I'm going to talk about Kevin. Uh, Who I I was hoping to bring this up. (laughs) So Kevin. I respect Kevin's opinion on games a great deal. He uh, what he,
3: games? What games do you respect Kevin's opinion?
0: <laughs> I really liked uh, his review of of Knox. You know what? I or like Vi- Half- <laughs> I like Half Life Two. Yeah. So I'm going to read this out. Because <laughs> so he hates this game. <laughs> so here's, I'm just going to read. It's a small paragraph, but I'm going to read what it said. So this is uh, in the words of Buried on Mars. Uh, I've played this game back in the day and messed around with it for a bit when I reacquired a card a few years ago. I thought it was okay. I did not care for how on-rails it becomes at times, but still a solid game. A little on the short side, but I knew there were more levels I could unlock. So this time is the first where I really tried to unlock more content. And I gotta say, it is total BS. (laughs) Why are the ways to get to these levels so cryptic? You literally have to fly through hoops to get to Sector Y. What kind of buy the Nintendo Power Guide is BS is that? Well, it is all on the internet now, so I can find out the hows and I do it. I play and beat Sector Y. okay. How do I get to the next secret level? Of course, I have to look it up because it's so cryptic. Oh, I was supposed to get 100 points in Sector Y. Can I replay it? Yeah, but you lose a life if you do. What the fuck, man? If I paid 60 to 80 dollars or whatever this was when it came out, I'd be pissed. I love these kind of third-person shooters, uh, third-person space flying shooting games, but I take Rogue Squadron or Crimson Skies over this. Consider me underwhelmed for this one. Um, and then I go said first. That, yeah. So, before we rebut that, because um, there was some back and forth on the forms, in the first stage, Falco just flat out says, follow me, Fox, go this way. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's too cryptic. But I don't want to... That's all. I, I, I Obviously, I didn't do any of the secrets ones, so I don't know how cryptic they get. But, uh, so that's Kevin. So, not everybody... Star Fox 64, although all of us loved it, not everybody loves it. So, Duke, you can... Uh, You can go ahead first. Well, I just want to preface
1: this by saying I love Kevin. I do. Um, Yes, please. Please know we love you, Kevin. Yes. (laughs) Um, I I was, yeah, I was, I didn't agree with his um, complaints um, and he's entitled to his opinion, obviously. No. Um, But, you know, let's start with the losing a life thing. I mean, you're only losing the life that you just gained because, I mean, every time you play through at least the first couple of levels you always gain a life right yeah yeah. so i mean if you if they didn't do that you could just keep playing the first level and stacking up on lives i mean they had to do that because when i beat the game i had like 10 lives left yeah so and i there was a couple times where i did go back and 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 retry and it really wasn't a big like punishment kind of thing like he was trying to make it out to be i think it, it was a necessary component to keep from you know stocking up on lives right am i missing that
0: or no, you're right. You're that's right. a good point, that you could just keep replaying that first level over and over again, and stacking up your lives if they didn't not, take one away.
3: Not even that, just beating any level, you get you pretty much gain a life. So yeah, even that, if you had to retry it, you're not really losing anything, you're just starting the level over again.
1: And as far as it being cryptic, and this is definitely not, in my opinion, one of those games where you need to buy the, the player's guide. No. Um, there are games out there like that, um, and I, I do not think this is... I think they're... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cryptic, but they're supposed to be. I mean, just like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, um, it can be easy or it can be hard and it's not that difficult to figure out what you need to do to take the red path. I I'm not bragging by any means, but um, cause I'm not the greatest gamer, but I think the third time I played it through, I took the red path and, and beat it pretty much with no problem. And I had like nine lives left. So I, I didn't get the sense that it was fr- that frustrating and so cryptic and you had to get the player's guide I think it's one of those games where you if you keep on playing it, you can you can notice things and, and try something different and ultimately, you know, figure everything out. I didn't go to the internet once and I didn't I don't have a player's guide and I did I did just fine. So I didn't get that sense that it was one of those kind of games where oh they were trying to sell the player's guide with it at all.
3: Mm, no, me neither. Me neither.
1: Anyone
4: else? <laughs> uh I well, can yeah. I can get on with this rebuttal. <laughs> <I'm> sure, Kevin. <laughs> right. And man. I don't want Kevin. I know you're going to listen to this. I don't want you to think we're piling on. I just want
0: to I want to give the guys a chance to uh, respond to to your dislikes. And I I do see uh, Ryho Magnifico. He agreed with you on the losing an Iron Wing first stage. I do like Duke's explanation for it, but uh, um yeah. So go ahead, Matt.
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: uh f- yeah.
4: Well, I I will say you know I am a. I'm a huge fan dangler. You guys do uh, accompany me on the train quite wow. often to work. Um, <laughs> and Cryptic, I just want to say I am on your Twitter, and I believe I saw you were playing Castlevania 2. I <laughs> just want to <laughs> throw that out there. But um, <laughs> No, and if, if Star Fox 2, is, or Star Fox 2, Star Fox 64 is not your thing, um, that's okay. But as far as Cryptic goes, I don't think it's so much Cryptic as... This is a game. This is a game actually meant for children of the time. You don't have the money to just keep buying games. Games weren't dropping in price like two months later in a $60 game, it's like a $20 game like it is now. You pay full price and you get as much as you can out of it. And overall, The bosses, the little enemies, Andross, those aren't your actual enemy. Your enemy is yourself. You play it. Like, I think J-Rock kind of uh, channeled how this is. The enemy is your own limitations and overcoming them and getting a higher score and getting the medals and getting the red path. And if you enjoy the game and the controls and want to have fun and challenge yourself, you will figure these things out Like in the first level, you know, I never had to look up how to get to the other planet because I just wanted to go through those arcs for the joy of doing it. I don't particularly like Falco, but I thought, you know, I'll save this jerk. And suddenly the path is revealed. It's the same thing with like the tank level, the keys, they do kind of mention them. So you're like, they're numbered, you know, there are eight, you go for it. In the junk level, you don't want to get hit by the spotlight, so you blow them up. Um, And I believe Sector Y is the one where you just need to be uh, kind of a murderous bastard. (laughs) So maybe Kevin's just not that much of a killer, which is a good quality. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's just... uh, I, I think that the secrets sort of are the point of the game. And if that's not what he likes, that's okay. But... I, I wouldn't disagree with, you know, saying that they're cryptic and that it's a player's guide seller.
3: Yeah. I mean, everybody, uh, if you don't like the game, that's fine. But, uh, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's Kevin's opinion. Kevin, is, not everybody has to like every game. We don't all have to agree. Um, and I'm sure there are situations when there are games that he loves that I have a hard time with. Um, so, anyway, that's, that was, that was, I just wanted to point out that not everybody. Like Star Fox 64, even though we all love it, it's not all love. Uh, there's just a couple more uh, uh, points in the form I want to touch on. Uh, Bill from Start to Continue, I'm really just looking for an excuse to to plug his show. Uh, it's another <laughs> podcast, and it's I was I explained it to P2 earlier. Um, it's like you're – it's a podcast with two guys, and they work together. They're friends. But it's like they somebody put a microphone on their, their table in the lunchroom at work, and you're just listening to them have a conversation for an hour or so. A great show. I know, Duke, you've been a guest on there. Um, so if you have a chance, check them out. But he, uh, he was playing along this month, um, and um, he put on the forms so there that he had enough of the hover tank levels. He's like, <laughs> I just want to be flying around, not, not skidding around on the ground.
4: Um, and then
0: he said, uh, and what's the deal with Slippy? Is that supposed to be a dude? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he pointed out later on that uh, the more he played it, the more he liked it. <laughs> and uh, Ram Vox, who had a hard time getting on with this month, he played it, and he loved the tank. So even there's a difference of opinion right there. One guy hated the tank, one guy loved the tank. All in the same game. And uh, Rambox is a huge comment there. And uh, this is probably the most active the forms have been for a game since uh, maybe Super Metroid. Um, it's crazy to see how much is, is on here. So definitely yeah. check them out. Uh, and you can even keep the conversation going after the fact. There's nothing that says that once you move on to a new month, you got to stop talking about a game. Right. Um, yeah, so... Those forms uh, are over at www. Um so definitely check them out, uh, sign up, and uh, join in on the action for next month's game. Definitely. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I think that's it. That's it. Coming in under two hours for uh, for Star Fox sixty four. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to thank all of our guests. I'm going to individually thank them now and give them a chance to to plug their their show or Twitter or uh, you know just their home address if you want people to come over and hang out. <laughs> and, uh, so Duke, thank you very much for being here.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Totally. I had a great time. It was a great, uh, great fun. And, uh, I just want to use this opportunity to plug you guys and retro Fandango. You guys are just the greatest. You, what you guys are doing with the club is just outstanding and phenomenal. And I, I just can't, uh, say enough how much I enjoy being a part of this and how welcoming you are to new people and uh, the spinoff show with, um, uh, with Skullet and Gibb. What is it again? Skullet. Blumpkin. Skullet and Blumpkin. That's it. <laughs> with uh, yeah, Kimmy Gibbler, I guess. Uh, I, I love the Retro Fandango show. Kevin and, and uh, Richard do a great job. So you guys are just the greatest, and everything you guys do is just fantastic. So that's all I want to
0: say. Oh, thanks, Duke. It, uh, I think last month is proof that you don't even need the bros to do a show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and I would actually argue that we're more the spinoff show because – <laughs> retro fandango gets better and better every time every episode they do it is um, fantastic <laughs> Kevin and the, ga- Richard are, the
1: game shows they do are just so fun uh, uh, really like so- the
0: game shows their news segments they uh they really do a great job when uh when they when they initially came to us and they were like we want to do a a secondary podcast on the same channel what do you guys think we were instantly behind it because we those two are two of our closest friends and uh every like i'm jealous of, of how good they're getting now especially with kevin and his soundboard oh i know um, it's such a uh, fantastic addition yeah it's, it's so so cool. doing a great job so he thank you a for five your time luck Award knew he is a five-time <laughs> <Buckeye>. <laughs> but uh, the cartridge club wouldn't be what it is without the the club members the people of the community otherwise it would just be two brothers playing games and talking about them so thank all of you guys uh, all the listeners, all the people that play and people that comment, people that tweet, people that don't comment or tweet and that just listen, you know, people, all of you, um, thank you very much. It means a lot to us. It does. Uh, next up, uh, let's go Matt. Matt, thanks for being here. Oh, wait, dude. Oh, where, you. you. didn't tell them where they could find you.
1: Hmm? Oh, uh, <laughs> Retro Nonsense on uh, YouTube and at Duke0619 on
0: Twitter. Thank yeah. you. Definitely check them out. They're, uh, they're a great <laughs> channel. It's oh, family fun. Channel. You can watch that with your family. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay, Matt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh yeah. It's it's been wonderful to be on here. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I get to talk about one of my uh, favorite games on one of my favorite systems. Uh, yeah. Just uh, thanks for making the uh, the club. It's it's been a really wonderful experience. Uh, and for anyone who wants to hear the sound of my smooth buttery voice. Uh, no. <laughs> You could find me on YouTube at uh, Super Robot Power Hour and uh, Twitter at regular Robot Power Hour. That is robot, less super. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't allow as many characters. They can't handle all the Robot Power Hour that I can get out. <laughs> you you toned it down <laughs> <then> for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm not too active on there. But if anybody's interested in anything, shoot me a tweet. But uh, yeah, it's a new channel. Not a whole lot of back catalog of content, but a lot of things coming, and uh, really excited. And uh, just thank you guys for being a part of it. As some of you have commented,
0: <laughs> we uh, we're gonna have to talk about that game. I want details. Oh, all right.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, last but certainly not least, Doc. Uh, thanks for coming back. It, uh, it's always fun talking to you. And this is my first time actually talking to you like on a show, so that's that's good. Thank you very much for for being here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, this is my second time on, and I would gladly be on anytime for you guys. I really enjoy what you do, and really believe in the Cartridge Club. Uh, you could find me at Twitter at NES Doctor. I'm also on the YouTube's The Nintendo Doctor. And this year, really getting in the repro making, I'm giving away on average one repro a month. I'm partnering wow. with about six YouTube channels right now to do giveaways. And that might be a little hint to uh, keep watching some YouTube channels in the very near future. Nice. I'm uh, I'm
0: excited to see what giveaways are coming up. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, So before we wrap it up, I'm going to announce. I'm actually going to announce the next couple months' games here. Um, So next month is June, and we're going to be playing uh, after the vote from the club. We're going to be playing Resident Evil Four. So you can get that on the GameCube, on the PS2. Uh, is there anywhere else you can get that Wii? I guess. Yeah. Um, we so really texted. excited. That'll be my first time playing that. P two is uh, really angry because he wanted Resident Evil Revelations to win. I which did. Was like a dismal, distant third place. It might as well not have even been in the voting.
3: I didn't even vote.
0: Nice. Um, oh. you can't, well, if you didn't vote, you can't complain about the choice. Sure <laughs> um, and then next, uh, then in July, we've got uh, Secret of Evermore coming up. Um, that's a game that. Uh, We pitched, uh, it was pitched to us uh, by, uh, the Nestromancer. It's one of my favorite, uh, Super Nintendo games, and I actually started playing it already in anticipation of that month, so I'm really looking forward to playing that. Uh, both of those months were completely full on our guests. We, uh, we filled up quick when those games are announced. Um, in August, we're, uh, now, normally we do voting for what games are going to be played, but in August, uh, so the next, you'll notice July and August, there's no voting, um, August's game is going to be Super Mario Sunshine. Um, because it's a summer time game, it's a fun, you know, summery feeling. Um, and it's like the prequel to Splatoon. Uh, with that <laughs> show, we do have all three openings. So if you're interested in being on the August show for Super Mario Sunshine, shoot us a message on Twitter, Facebook, or uh, Gmail. And uh, it's cartridge bros at all those things. Um, and we will get you on there. Uh, those three spots are open. And then, so September is our three year anniversary. Um, and it's going to be a big deal. So we're going to have, the vote is going to open up probably next week for what the September game is going to be. And we're going to leave it open for the next two months. Um, and the decision will be made like August 1st um, on what the game for September is going to be for our three-year anniversary. Uh, we already have uh, a suggestion from, uh, from the guys over at Retro Fandango. Um So we're going to put a, a racing type of game in there. Um, but we're looking for two other games to throw in. Um, so if you have a suggestion for what game you'd like to see in the three-year anniversary, shoot us a message on that, um, and we will—we're uh, gonna try and get up uh, a vote within the next week. Because um, we're really excited about uh, three years—sorry, um, two years on the show. <laughs> really? Has it been that long? Yeah, no, two years. It's the two-year anniversary. Um, I just finished drinking a Monster Energy drink, and it's terrible. Which color? Is it? <laughs> Yeah, it's green. Oh, um, Okay, so there's only two spots left for the Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, <laughs> the Super Mario Sunshine uh, podcast. Somebody just <laughs> sent us a tweet. <laughs> wow. Dibs.
5: <laughs> Was it Kevin?
0: <laughs> no, after this episode, Kevin might never talk to us again. <laughs> but I love you. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's the plans for the club for the next little bit. I know it's planned a little farther than in advance than we normally do, but... Um, It just is. So September is going to be a big one. I'm I'm really excited to see what we get for that. Um, So that's it. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to our three guests now to uh, take us out. Um, So uh, I assume you're probably going to say what we expect you're going to (laughs) say.
4: But let's find
0: out. So gentlemen,
4: do a barrel roll. You'll never defeat (laughs) Andros. My
0: emperor, I've
5: failed you.